Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Utah Preps Radio on ESPN 700. Your weekly look inside the high school sports scene in the state of Utah. For the next hour, we'll talk about what's happening on the gridiron and courts around the Beehive State with coaches, athletes, and other prep insiders. Now here's your host of Utah Preps Radio, Moose Bingham, on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700. Hello and welcome back to a beautiful Wednesday night. It is cold. It is the last week of the season and I am happy to be here with you on ESPN 960 and ESPN 700. Of course, I am your host Moose Bingham and we have been through it all ladies and gentlemen. We've been through heartbreaks. We've been through victories. We've been through a few state titles already and there's two more to be decided left. We're talking about the 5A state championship and the 6A state championship. The 5A is going to be really interesting. I'm excited to get into that and really break down those two games, who the major players are going to be, what's going to be going down. But i got to tell you the rundown. What's, what, what do we have going on here tonight? So at 7.05, we've got Seth Rigtrup coming on. He's from Springville. He's a red devil. He trains down in the dungeon that is Springville weight room. It's absolutely insane in there. If you guys have ever been down there, it's a trip, but they produce phenomenal athletes out of there and they've got more guys coming like seth rigtrup and dallin johnson and they've had brody taylor come in from springville and all sorts of guys josh bueller and it's been amazing to see they're facing off against lehigh and lehigh has some of the best players in the state but they're a young team they've only got about 13 seniors right now and that's going to be a battle that no one saw coming if i were to tell you with east and tempview and orem and all of these big dogs, Park City, Skyline, Tuitla, Stansbury, that the final games were going to be Lehigh versus Springville, I would have been excited to go to Wendover with you the next day because you are Nostradamus at that point, and you know what's coming up. So great, great game. I will be there Friday at 11, and then at 2.30. We've got the Lone Peak Knights and the Corner Canyon Chargers. Corner Canyon, they've lost one game in the last four years. One, ladies and gentlemen. That's Uno. That's each. That is one game in the last four years. The Corner Canyon Chargers, the game they've lost to is the ferocious Lone Peak Knights. They've got a quarterback in Easton Comer. They've got some wide receivers. They've got Kru McChesney running down the sideline and Luke Hyde. They've got Takeo Hansen returning kicks. They've got a line. They've got a defense. Luke Durfee is always scary. But Corner Canyon always has Cody Hagan. They've always got Devin Brown. They've got Trey Kofe doing what he does. They've got some dudes on defense, young guys like Cash. They've got older guys like the current Oregon commit. They've got dudes all over there. Charlie Ebling. I mean, That game is littered with D1 talent. If you want to see what's going to happen on 
Saturday a little bit early. Come to the game Friday night. That one will be at 2.30 right after the Lehigh-Springville game. So if you guys can't tell from my voice, I am excited. We get to talk to Seth Rigtrup, though, at 7.05. 7.20, I'm going to go over the list. Yes, you know the list. You want to be on the list. We're going to talk about offers. We're going to talk about commitments. We're going to talk about getting down on one knee, committing to a school, pulling that ring out. Just kidding. We're not going to do that. But we will be talking about who the players of the week are this last week. And on offense, defense, special teams, especially special teams, our linemen of the week and everything else good in this world. And then finally, at 735, Dustin Smith, the quarterback whisperer, will be coming in and saying his two cents on everything good. So, with no more gilding the lily, we have a man that does it all. He is from the devil's lair himself. We're talking about the man, the myth, the legend, the class of 2022, coming in at 5'9", 170 pounds, a two-time team captain. He's got a brain on him. He's a 4.0 GPA. He is first-team All-State last year. He's an academic All-Stater. I'm talking about the one, the only, Seth Rigtrup. Seth, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, I am amazing because I get to talk to men of your caliber. Just makes my day every Wednesday. Thank you. So, Seth, you had to come over, overcome some big obstacles. Last week's game, how was that for you? Yeah, man, that was a that was a crazy game. I'm very proud of my team that we could come together and finish strong like we did. But, yeah, it was a crazy game. Oh, my goodness. It was crazy, but it's super fun with everything oh, yeah, that's going yeah. on. So uh-huh. did you think this season would end up as planned? Has it ended up exactly how you thought it would and all that jazz? Yeah. It has. You were like, we're going into the season. Yeah. We're not yeah, going to lose. Yeah, that's kind of how we've all thought my whole team has been. We're just pretty excited to be where we're at in the season right now. I love it. So last year you had a great year. 1,200 rushing yards, 16 touchdowns, 100 receiving yards, 20 tackles, and interception in nine games. How do you get yeah. that much production? What are you doing? Are you eating Wheaties every single day, or what's going on in your life, bro? No, I, my coaches just have a lot of trust in me, which I'm thankful for. Let me play my game. Let me do what I want. And I got a great O-line that's been blocked for me. I got a great team, great, great fullback, every, everything. I'm just very thankful for where I'm at. You know, um, yeah, last year was a tough year for me and my team, but we were all, we were all young, so we knew coming into this year would be a big year for us. So i um, pretty excited to be where we're at, yeah. Man, playing in 5A was no joke this year. I mean, there yeah. are more 5A teams, and if you would have told me Springville was going to be this successful in 5A, I'd be like, I don't know. What has made you guys so successful this year? Yeah, um, me and my team, we've been playing together since we were in elementary doing flag football and then start fifth grade. We've all been together coming through, and we just always have this had this mindset. We'd make it to state, and we finally did. So now we just got to hopefully get that win. But, yeah. So you're going up against a ferocious Lehigh team. Yeah. I mean, they've got a line that was built from the hands of the Lord himself, it seems. They've yeah. got big boys on each side. Isaac Terrell. They've got um, Anderson. They've got Boyd. They've got big dudes everywhere. And Katie on Sweat. Is anyone scaring you on that defense over there? 
Uh, no, Lehigh is a really good team. We've watched a lot of film on them, but um, I, I just, me and my team all trust in each other. We've played together so long. We're just excited to get out there and play. Mm. I like it. Lehigh's a great team. They were able to beat Tintview, which I did not expect yeah. that coming. Tintview was loaded with D1 talent and possibly mm-hmm. Sunday talent as well. Yeah. And I love that you guys are, you said this is a big team effort. We've got it all. But you're definitely the spearhead of this charge. What can you tell me that you've done on the off season to really change what's going on with your team? Um, yeah, I've gone to... Um, a lot of camps with my team. We've done a lot of training uh, with Ross Oppo and stuff, getting our team going. Every single morning, waking up with those guys, just building that brotherhood and um, all building that trust together. We're just, yeah, getting ready for the, finally the season we've been waiting for, and you now we just got to finish it off. So the game against Orem was absolutely insanity. Yeah. I mean, let's be real here. I was like, they're going for the touchdown. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Why not Man, give it, it to was, Seth? Yeah. He's right there. Come on, Ryder. What's going yeah, on? So with this, can you go through the emotions of that game? Yeah, well, I mean, well, we got the we got that fumble back, and we thought we could pull it away right there, and then we threw that pick, and we were all kind of like, oh, man, so we, that's when it really got down on us. But our coach told us we got three timeouts, so we all – we all got down, did our job, got the ball back, and then just trusted in each other until that last play. Our coach pulled us over and was like, just tried to keep us calm and told us to play. We all trusted in each other and got it done. Mm. Yeah, it's been fun to watch you guys. I feel like Ryder Burton has made some massive steps this year. Even though yeah. he did throw a costly pick, he did have 208 yards, three tuds. He mm-hmm. was doing really well, especially against an Orem team that yeah. has some dude dudes. I mean, yeah. Mack Truck Hickson, Roger Cialapega, Lance Reynolds, they've got some dogs on that team. Yeah, they got some nice, some good guys. Yeah, great kids on and off the field. But it was interesting, that back-and-forth battle. At first, we were like, Springville's got this in the bag with a 14-7 yeah. touchdown lead. And then Orm came back, and it was like, bam, 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 thank you, ma'am. And mm-hmm. you guys came on top at the very end. How do you prepare for one of those games where it's such a seesaw extravaganza? And, yeah, we didn't expect something like that coming into this game. We knew Orem, Orem was going to be a really good game, really good team, but, um, yeah, we didn't expect something like that. But we've had, we've had games like that this year where we've, we've come out on top and then lost it, like, against Riverton. But mm-hmm. the, then we just slowly start coming back, just doing our thing, playing Red Devil football and get it done at the end. Yeah, Riverton is a funny team. They're always sneaky good. I mean, yeah. they beat Bingham twice in the last two years, and mm-hmm. if you told me Riverton was about to beat Bingham twice, I probably would have eaten my sock. But yeah. they did it, and I was like, man, you're sneaky good with Sal Tafisi and uh, Hagen and all these guys. And so it's interesting to watch it. So after this game, win, lose, that's the end of high school. You don't get a extra covid year all that jazz it's not college so what are you preparing to do after football um yeah well i'll i'm planning on going on a mission right now um i want to go play college football somewhere i've talked to some been talking to some people hopefully after the season i can get an opportunity but yeah that's what i'm planning on right now are you looking at to play defense or are you sticking at running back 
Uh, no, I'm sticking at running back or slot receiver. I can. I'm a pretty good receiver as well. And they put me out in the slot. So yeah, that's what I want to do. Well, what I found, even just being around Ross Apo, I feel like I'm a better receiver, which makes it yeah. really nice. Yeah. If I actually that's trained true, with yeah. him, I feel like I could be a great receiver. But yeah. I just, I don't have the endurance for that anymore. So yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. So you want to go on an LDS mission? That's freaking awesome. Yep. Happy day for you. But what schools would be your dream schools, dream situation? What are you looking for in a school, Seth? Uh, I just want to play anywhere, really. But, yeah, if I could, I'd want to play here um, in Utah somewhere, you know. Mm. But really anywhere. I don't I don't really care. I'll just go play ball anywhere. I can get an opportunity. Coming to a town near Timbuktu for you, Seth Rigtrup. Just kidding. <laughs> so, Seth, Springville's a really unique program. I've only been there a few times. I've had buddies that have gone there, Josh Bueller, Jalen Masaki, yeah. uh, Brody Taylor, Stockton, mm-hmm. not Stockton, Garrett Lindsay, and all of these guys. It's a very close-knit community. But what scares me more than anything is your weight room. Who designed that? What's going on there? Can you explain what that is, that pit in the middle yeah, of the abyss? We've, we've got a really old weight room. Um, I don't know. It's like going down there. We just know it's get to work even though it's an old place. It's I don't know. I love it where I'm at. And, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's pretty, I heard we're, we're going to get a new school soon because our school is just we got a pretty old old setup, but it's good. Yeah. So you need to take me in a little more details. What is what is it like going into your weight room step by step? Because most of these places I go, it's a beautiful weight room overlooking the valley. Yeah. What is your weight room like exactly? Yeah. So ours is under the school. Um, it's like there's like an underground track under there, but it's pretty like dim all down there. You know, it's kind of a little musty sometimes. But we got um, we actually redid the. In, it was way worse a few years ago and redid redid it and made we had like cracked mirrors and everything everywhere but now it's all that's at least all fixed up got some new racks and stuff which is good but yeah it's pretty like it's right under the school it's pretty you wouldn't expect anything to be down there really you think it's like a storage room but but yeah it's it's nice having that down there with me and my team i absolutely love it i'm i'm just like i get excited every time i go to springville because i'm like Going to the Pretty pit. Let's go, you yeah. guys. So you have some D1 talent on your team already. In Dallin mm-hmm. Johnson, what can you tell me about that young man? Yeah, he's a monster. He's he's crazy. Making blocks and um, even on defensive line makes huge plays for us constantly. He's a big player for our team. Yeah, you've got another kid out there, Porter Small, who balled uh-huh. out this last week with 11 yeah. tackles and a sack. It seemed like he was everywhere. Uh-huh. What can you tell me about Porter? Porter, yeah, Porter's crazy fast as well. He, um, every single time off the end, he's getting, he's making some kind of play. Even if he's not in on the play, he's making a play somewhere else. So mm-hmm. he just he helps our team out all the time, every single play. I love it. And then, tell me a little bit about your coach and what it's like being coached by him. Yeah, uh, I love our coach. Uh, he has a lot of trust in us, which I love. Um, he's coached us for a long time now. Me and my, me and my guys have been playing since we were sophomores and freshmen before him. So it's been really nice. We got a really good um, connection with him, which is good. But yeah, he 
he trusts in us a lot, and I, we're very thankful for that. And the way he coaches is just really good and um, helps us understand how to play the game better. Gotcha. So is there anything else we should know about you going into this game? Do you have score predictions? What are you thinking of? What's going through your head for this last week? Yeah, I, I don't know. We just know Lehigh's a really good team. Um, we're hoping to come into this and just play Red Devil football and, yeah, hoping for the best. But Lehigh's really good, but I think we're really good too, so I think this is a really good matchup. I like it. Man a few words, but gets to the point. He's not going to mess anything up. That's because he's got a big brain on him. Having a 4.0 GPA, what do you want to do with that? What do you want to study in college exactly, Seth? Uh, I haven't really decided what I want to do in college yet. Um, I'm thinking business or um, becoming a doctor. I don't know in what yet. But, okay. yeah, I'm just, I'll go on my mission and figure out from there. So you're either going to be making money or saving a lot of lives. Nowhere in yeah. between. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love that. So how do we follow you and your adventure, Seth? Um, yeah, I'll be staying on Twitter, updating from there. Um, hopefully I can get an opportunity to play ball somewhere and continue to post my stuff out and show what I can do. I love it. So, ladies and gentlemen, to follow Seth, it's at RigTrupSeth, R-I-G-T-R-U-P-S-E-T-H. So follow him there. He'll be going on a mission, but he'll be back in 2024 ready to uh, no longer preach about the Lord, but preach to defensive players. Get out the way because he's done that his whole entire career. Seth, thank you so much for hopping on, brother. Thank you. Man, that was Seth Rigtrup. Going to be awesome to watch him this next week. He'll be on at 11 o'clock. Catch him live on TV or better yet, be a fan Go out to the game, show some support, cheer loud, because I'm excited to see who's going to come out between the Red Devils and the Pioneers. It's a clash of heavenly proportions. So I'm going to go to break. On the flip side, we're going to have our offers, commitments, all of that other stuff. This is Moose Bingham on ESPN 700 and ESPN 960. You're listening to Utah Preps Radio, right here on Utah's number one sports talk, ESPN 700. Welcome back to some head-banging music chosen by Porter, of course. He knows exactly the way to my heart, and he knows what's coming up. It's The List. The List, of course, is sponsored by Apex Mental Performance. Coaches and athletes have up to 90%. Yes, 90% of sports performance is mental. How are you developing the mental skills to go along with physical, tactical, and technical training you do daily? At Apex Mental Performance Coaching, they guide your teams and athletes in developing high-level com- confidence, competitiveness, consistency, and grit required for elite performance in and outside of the game. Space is limited, so find them on social media or call 801-602-0211 and mention my name and get a nice little discount right there. 15% off any individual or team training. Happy day. So with this list... It's also sponsored by Dr. Skyler Main. Let's go into commits, offers. And this list was really easy for me to make this week because there were only five games. So happy day for me. So for our offers, or our commits, Liu Amuvai, the quarterback from Tempview, he was slinging the rock. He was sliding down between defenders. He did it all. 
and San Diego State said, we want you to be an Aztec warrior. And Liu said, all right. So congratulations, Liu and Drew Amuvai. They did a great job. For offers, we had Blake Tabarachi. That's right, not Carson Tabarachi. The next one down, Blake he can throw the ball. He can run the ball. He can get her done. He is an absolute stud. And Utah said, come to the U, young man, the 2024 linebacker slash quarterback slash athlete said, maybe. And then Oregon State said, build the dam with us. And he said, possibly. Talcelia Kana continues to rule the entire country. I don't know who hasn't offered this young man yet for good reason. Penn State, the Nittany Lions said, Rawr, rawr, rawr. And Baylor Bears came in and said, grrr. So Talcelia Connick, congratulations on those offers. Dominique Thornton got a Willie Mitt. Harrison Vanover got a Moorhead State. Anthony Olson got an Austin Pay. Porter Small got a snow offer. He'll be playing this week. Britton Watts got a Christian community. Junior Sia, a man with only five letters to his name, but a whole lot of football to his game got a nebraska offer and spencer fano said i have four letters in my last name nebraska come on over here as well daniel assisi got a dixie state honor aloe got a southern virginia university as did colin haig congratulations to both those young men braxton feely got a boise state and once he got that offer he said "Mm, let's see what else is out there and zach barber got a valpricio and a preferred walk-on to Utah. Now, let's get to our list. Once again, sponsored by Apex Men's Performance and Skyler Main. Our list for quarterbacks this week. Who balled out? Bronson Barbin got 270 yards and a touchdown. Aiden Carter got 230, 223 yards and a touchdown. Chase Tuatengaloa had 120 yards and two tuts and took care of the ball mighty well. Ezra Harris got out of Stansbury. He had 215 yards, two touchdowns. Easton Comer out of Lone Peak, 278 yards and two tuds. Ryder Burton out of Springville, 208 yards, two touchdowns. No, make that three. And that third was a game winner. And Jackson Brassau out of Lehigh had 248 yards and three touchdowns. Now everyone's going to say, oh, what about the other quarterbacks? You're missing some. I know, there's MVPs. Wait and listen. For wide receivers, Ja'Kale Mitchell out of Dixie, 103 yards. Bradley Mortensen out of Springville, 70 yards, one touchdown, six tackles, one INT. He is a man that can do it all. Cannon Devries for Weaver had 95 yards, one touchdown, and six tackles. Luke Hyde for Lone Peak had 108 yards and a touchdown. So really good for Luke. He's fun to watch. Crew McChesney. Whenever you hear Crew or the McChesney name, you have to say it like that because we love Crew McChesney on ESPN 700 and ESPN 960. But... For the Lone Peak Knights, he had 137 yards and one touchdown. Jet Miney out of Corner Canyon, 144 yards, one touchdown. And that screen pass he took to the yard, 80 yards. Woo! It was a beautiful thing. We'll get into more details about that. Stratford Simon from Ridgeline, 92 yards, two tuds. Jackson Christensen of Lehigh, 93 yards, two tuds. And Dylan Hamilton of Stensbury had 105 yards and two touchdowns. For defense, Zion Saliapega. Of Orem, four touchdowns, one interception. Dallin Johnson of Springville, five tackles. Nick Siri of Lone Peak, five tackles, one sack. Houdini Doset out of Orem, eight tackles, two sacks. Connor Kelly out of Lone Peak. Coaches, let's be real here. Connor Kelly, if you haven't offered him, 
going off for him because he's one heck of a player with 10 tackles from his defensive line position and one sack. Porter Small as well getting that snow offer. It helped that he had 11 tackles and a sack. Isaac Terrell out of Lehigh. We get to be graced with his presence again with 11 tackles and one and a half sacks. For linebackers, Owen Borg. He is just one of the greatest players for Corner Canyon. Nine tackles. Austin Easton of Stansbury, eight tackles. Easton Baker, six tackles and a sack. Luke Durfee of Lone Peak. He says, I can run the rock, but I like defense. Nine tackles, one sack. Sexton Higgle of Skyridge, 10 tackles. Helaman Ofahangawe, the nephew of Tavita Ofahangawe and the cousin of Trey. 10 tackles, half a sack. Tristan Royce, 11 tackles. Brody Ray of Dixie, 12 tackles. Ryder Porson of Springville, 12 tackles. And Hema Katoa of Lehigh, 14 tackles. For DBs, Charlie Ebling had three tackles, one interception. Takeo Hansen of Lone Peak, five tackles, one interception. Mason Patani, two tackles and a pick. Isaac Doman of Skyridge, six tackles and an INT. And for special teams, we're going to go into our MVPs. So our MVPs of the week are brought to you by Encore. What is Encore, you ask? Who are they? Encore is highlighting the top players each and every week from around the country, whether that's Penn State's quarterback, a man at Washington State, Boise State. They've got guys everywhere, but they want to highlight the MVPs of Utah high school football. As you highlight your game off the field, on the field, they take care of your NIL on the field. They're here to help you navigate not just NIL and colleges, but life after football as well. Go to EncoreMarketing.com to see what they're all about. So, Encore, the MVPs. We've got, for special teams, Braden Carr. For Lone Peak, the ball, the beautiful leather skin, leather pig skin, touched his foot four times and went between the pipes four times. Way to go, Braden. Our offensive MVPs are Cody Hagan from Quarter Canyon with three touchdowns and just 80 yards. And Noah White of Ridgeline with 209 yards with two tutters. Our defensive MVP, none other than Smith Snowden of Skyridge. Three tackles, one interception. Everyone's like, how do you know he's the MVP for this week? I say the current four-star prospect. Anyone that gets beat on a post has the recovery speed to go in, get the ball, get her done, gets my defensive MVP. And before we get into our MVPs of the week, we got to get a shout-out to the big men. I'm talking about... The men from Corner Canyon. Brody Cutter and Hugo Ortega Sench. These guys had a monster play this last week on a screen by Jet Miney. They comboed the whole entire defense, it looks like. Bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. And sprung my dude, Jet, for a touchdown. It was a beautiful sight to see. And because you feasted on the field we give you permission to feast at Five Star Barbecue. So, Five Star Barbecue always repping our linemen of the week. Linemen need love after working hard and getting pancakes, so bring on the meat. Five Star is here to help you out. They're providing a free meal to the top linemen of the week, but don't let the big boys hog it all. They have incredible sides, meats, salads, and desserts. I love the salads because I'm trying to keep my figure, but I slather it with that delicious Alabama sauce and some sweet home barbecue sauce. I top it with incredible chicken and sausage. So go visit Five Star at 70 North on Geneva Road in Orem, Utah. And finally, our MVPs of the week. I'm talking about Caden Cox 
out of Ridgeline. 355 yards and five touchdowns. Let's go, Caden. He's a baller. But I got to give a shout-out to my boy Devin Brown as well. Not one MVP, but two MVPs. That's right. One plus one equals two. And Devin Brown from Corner Canyon, moving in from Arizona, throwing for 341 yards, six touchdowns, and 57 rushing yards before he hung up his hat, took off his work boots, and called it a night. Way to go, Devin. Way to go, Caden. That was just amazing to watch. So that is the list for the week. Always sponsored by Skyler Main. Apex Mental Performance, Encore Marketing, and Five Star Barbecue. So make sure you support our sponsors. And on the flip side, we are going to have the OG of quarterbacks, the one that started it all, the man that is a head coach at Spanish Fork. I'm talking about the one, the only Dustin Smith. This is Moose Bingham on ESPN 960 and ESPN 700. radio is a beautiful thing to your ears and mine as well always coming back with a banger and do we have the man the myth the legend coming on now he has started quarterback elite he has started many things that have helped the community he is a high school coach down at spanish fork getting her done he's a region champion the only team to beat Springville this year. I'm talking about the one, the only Dustin Smith. Dustin, how are you doing on this beautiful night? Hey, man, that is a heck of an intro right there. I'm doing great. That was well, terrific, you, Moose. Thanks, brother. You're a heck of a human being. It's easy to talk about great people when we're in the state of Utah, and I'm just excited to have you on the line. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, sure you've I'm... Had, <laughs> I'm sure you've had everyone from Lehigh calling you up because your squad is the only one that's found the secret to beating Springville this whole entire year yeah, how have you that, done it crazy? dustin it's absolutely insane and i love it it's incredible so dustin you've been doing a ton of stuff lately what were you doing at jordan just barely today i literally am just getting into my truck i just walked out i'm still in jordan high school's parking lot talking to you right now i just finished up speaking to about oh, 150 or so of their they're athletes with my, uh, I have a nonprofit program that work with thousands of Utah high school athletes called especially for athletes. And we're in a lot, we're about 60 schools in Utah and Idaho and, and, uh, and going into Arizona now, but yeah, we, we work with athletes on how to be more influential in their communities at, at addressing a lot of culture, uh, cultural issues like, uh, mental health issues and bullying and suicide and drug abuse and just how to use sports as a tool to make their school and their communities a more uh, accepting and safer environment and also how to be a a better competitor that competes the right way with class and and uh and dignity and, and respect for your opponent and your school and your so we have all sorts of subjects we have a sport light a sport light podcast as well as a uh, a, a book, a couple books we've written, and 
So, yeah, super busy with that and just finished up with Jordan High School. Man, I love it. So you have a podcast as well. Let's give a shout-out to that. What's that podcast all about, the Sport Light? Yeah, it's called the Sport Light Podcast, and we have various uh, – I mean, we've had college athletic directors and Hall of Fame football players and Major League Baseball uh, mental strength coaches, uh, high school coaches, pro coaches on there talking about all sorts of subjects. It's more for parents and coaches, but we get into everything from, uh, from, you know, mental health issues to how to be better, how to communicate with today's youth better, um, how to teach resiliency, how to, you know, deal with time management and, all sorts of things, perfectionism, all sorts of stuff that we dive into, drug abuse. We had Max Hall on a couple of months ago talking about his his battle with uh, substance abuse and how to protect our kids from that, how to talk about it. Um, had Eric Weddle on, you know, going to be in the Hall of Fame soon, talking about work ethic and being an elite teammate, all sorts of subjects relating how to use that spotlight that these athletes have on them because of their position as, as an athlete, how to use that spotlight. We call it the sport light to make a difference for good in the world. And also how to be careful of that sport light so that they don't end up destroying themselves or their reputation by, you know, doing, making mistakes that uh, could cost them, uh, especially nowadays with social media and everybody having a camera on them. We need to teach our athletes how to be safe and smart so that they don't get themselves into trouble. Mm. I, I absolutely love it. And it's been interesting watching what you've done because I am a simple man. I can sit on my couch, yell at the refs with the best of them, yell at the coaches, but <laughs> I very rarely hop on the sidelines to really help out. Where you made the choice recently to not just hop on the sidelines but to be a head coach. How did you make that choice? What were you thinking? Because it's not like the Spanish Fork. It's not like a Bingham or a Corner Canyon job. It's a school that is difficult to win at, but somehow you've been able to do that. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think it wasn't as difficult as, as people think. We have awesome, awesome kids down there. It, it was just some... You know, I, I think I, I I fell into a you know a good situation. There were uh, some good kids there that were um, just I think needed to be organized a little bit better and directed a little bit differently and and buy into something a little bit bigger than them, which they did. Um, it is I, I don't know what I was thinking to answer your question. It, it was uh, I didn't know I didn't know what I was getting into. I mean, I did I I. I've coached at several schools over the years um, as an assistant coach. I'd gotten out of it about seven years ago and, and really didn't think I would get back into it. There were some, you know, some opportunities to explore some coaching uh, in college, but I, I, I wouldn't have been able to do anything, um, you know, at a high enough level to make it really work with me and my family. And I have three kids in high school right now. And, um, you know, that I was, that this thing came up, we had moved back to Spanish Fork where my wife is from. And, you know, I, I just didn't like being part of a community where football was sort of becoming a, a second, 
afterthought to a lot of these boys. They didn't want to do it. Um, it was too hard. It was, there were too many other things they could do. And I just didn't like that. I wasn't going to live in a community where, especially with, with, with what I do with athletes and specifically football players with my, my other business, uh, you know, quarterback elite, um, where football wasn't at least, you know, something that we somewhat cared about. And, um, and so, you know, the opportunity came and the discussion was had and I really wasn't going to do it. It, it. it honestly wasn't something I had a whole lot of interest in, but I decided I would give it a try. I didn't commit to anything long-term, but I wanted to see, I really wanted to practice some of these principles that I go and, and speak to to athletes about, you know, almost every day I'm at, at schools talking to teams. Um, I wanted to see if I, if these principles really, really worked with kids or if it was just kind of, you know, something you talk about on a podcast or on a stage or, you know, in a book. Um, mm. and, and I wanted to really test it. And so what I found was when you get a community that buys into – you know, really wanting to suck every bit of the positivity that you can get from sports and try to, you know, get the negative stuff out of the way, but really focus on the good that can come from it. And you get a group of coaches who who buy into coaching the right way and parents who will let the coaches do their thing and let the lessons of resiliency and, and humility and and all the things that sports really can teach kids uh, really play out the way organically, the way they're supposed to play out and not get in the way that you can do good things. And we were able to take a group of boys that we weren't very big. We, we had one kid on our offensive line this year that weighed over 200 pounds. And I think we averaged around 300 yards a game rushing and we, we won the region championship and we, um, we had a really good, tough defense, kids that just, bought into doing their job for the team and and so that was a lot of fun to do it with a bunch of boys that really loved each other and loved fighting for their community every kid on our team lives in our boundaries um and they they grew up together and and so it was a it was a heck of a season and and a lot of cool things going on down in spanish fork really in southern utah county there's some great great coaches and and great people and but for me it was it was just a ton of fun to see the kids all come together and all buy in and the coaches, you know, buy in and parents and just to be a part of it. I, I had a bunch of really good players and really good coaches. I was just able to sort of, I guess, call the shots a little bit, but it was, it was the community and the, the other coaches that helped me that were really the difference in us having a pretty dang good team. We slipped up in the playoffs, unfortunately, but um, you know, I, to this, I believe that we were as good as anybody and, and really could have made a run at the championship. But And we did it with a, a brand-new quarterback who, you know, was a soccer player a year earlier. We, we lost our first and second-string quarterback and had to kind of change change gears really quick two weeks before the first game. We had to mix things up quite a bit, and, and the boys rallied around Austin Stevenson, who – was a soccer player came out to be our kicker and little did he know he would end up being the starting quarterback and, and, uh, but it worked out. We had a good year. 
That's one of the funniest things in the entire world for me because I was evaluating Austin before the season, and you're like, yeah, we got this kid. We're going to be good. But maybe Austin might be able to throw the ball too. And in my mind, I'm like, look, I played with guys like Ammon Olsen and Jordy Brown, and you don't have to be that good of a coach to coach guys like that that are very self-motivated and have been doing it since they basically came out of the womb. But when you get a kid that's never played quarterback – and you're like, okay, let's teach you how to do this. I think that's the sign of a great coach, someone that can take a kid with no experience, coach him up, and get him to the point where he's winning region championships. It's really fun to watch that. So, well, he's a he's a special kid. He he wasn't hard to coach. Don't I? Uh, he really. I mean, if he hadn't played quarterback, we would have made him our linebacker for us. I mean, he's that kind of kid. He just all the boys. That was what was special about the Spanish Fork team and 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 even you know i'll i'll toot the horn of springville and um you know i don't know a a lot about the lehigh team but i know they're that's some heck of a quarterback and and some really good coaches but springville's bunch of boys who live in springville's boundaries they bought into springville their coaches have been there they're they're they teach you know just a hard style of football and the boys commit to it and so i love seeing teams like that be successful and and uh but austin went from kicker to quarterback and and he just gave us everything he had and he made mistakes and there were certain things we couldn't do with him and he knew what they were and it, it, we did struggle a little bit and some things we couldn't run everything we wanted to do as a team but um we were able to do enough and he was able to to lead us to a region championship that they've never had in 4A or 5A. I think they got one or two in 3A in the history of their school, but this was the first time in 30 or 40 years that they've been able to do it, and and uh, it, it was so it's pretty cool for our team, for our community. I love it. I love seeing communities be successful. So we only have a few minutes left, unfortunately, but I'm going to do some rapid-fire questions with you. All right. Is that okay? Yeah, let's do it. Do that. Yep. So – who do you think's gonna win between Lehigh and Springville? Gosh, I think it's a battle of two totally different styles, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Springville. Wow, okay. Back in the region. Who do you think oh, yeah. is gonna win between Corner Canyon and Lone Peak? Corner Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. and I, I my hey my my first cousin is Luke Hyde. He's he's their star receiver, and and uh, I love him. And and I I know a lot of those kids. They're a great team, but I just think Corner Canyons, Lone Peak woke them up. I don't think they're gonna get him a second time. And then finally, the newest thing that's been going on that gets voted on next week is allowing players to benefit off their name, image, and likeness. Is this a good thing for high school football or not? Um, I don't like it, but I, whether it's a good thing, I, I, maybe I, I don't, I don't personally love it. I think that it's just one more thing that's pulling kids into the look at me world that we've already created rather than the team world that I'd like to see it be more of. But I, I think it, it could get out of control and create some problems, but if done right, I guess it's, it's nice, but I, I just, uh, I, I think we're taking too much of the amateur, pure team sport that football can be, and we're turning it into 
we're commercializing it too much and making it too much about individual. And at that part of it, I don't like. I think that's a Pandora's box we're opening here that I hope doesn't get out of control. I love it. I think you are a sage, wise human being that's been through the fire that can help kickers become quarterbacks. So you're one of my favorite people in the state if you can do that. <laughs> that's all we need. More kickers being quarterbacks, and you're the man to lead them. So, everyone, we need, if you're less, gonna... we need more quarterbacks to throw touchdowns so we don't need so many kickers to kick field goals. That's what we need. <laughs> oh, now you're ripping my heart out. I was giving you a shout out. <laughs> I was loving you we up. Need it for extra points. Hey, for extra points, we want you. I just don't. I don't want punters. We don't want to punt. Moose, we want to score touchdowns. As long as a foot's touching a pigskin at the end of every series, that's all I care about. To be honest with you. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. <laughs> so, you guys, to follow Dustin, make sure you follow at Quarterback Elite. He actually has a camp coming up here in December. He's got great things. Listen to his podcast. Go follow him. He's doing some amazing things for the community and for what's going on. He's got some predictions for what's going to happen this next week. I will keep my predictions close to my chest, not to offend everyone and anyone, because I really like everyone. <laughs> but just know that we love you guys, and I appreciate you coming on a lot, Dustin. Thank you for your time. Yeah, you bet, Moose. Thanks, man. Take care. No problem. So, you guys, unfortunately, that is the end of our show I will be at the game, probably on the sidelines. You can wave at me or not. It's all good. I'll still love you guys. Next week, I will not be on because it's Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, gobble. I'm not coming in. Sorry. And after that, it we go from regular season to postseason. So I'll be having my list come out, top players at each position. I've got exciting things coming out. Porter will be here. We're going to make him a high school football fan before you know it, and he's going to be coming in with some great content. We just know that we love you guys. And if there's anything I can do for you, make sure you follow me at MooseB90 on social media, and I'll answer any of your questions. Make sure you guys go get Recruiting Pro on PrepWarRoom.com. It'll be coming out as an app. And if you have any recruiting questions or any questions at all, I'm here. I love you. This is Moose Bingham on ESPN 960 and ESPN 700. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.